Hey, this is Alexander, the podcaster's coach. This is the podcaster's life. My topic is about how podcasts improve lives. It's episode number 96 in season number two. Welcome. Happy Monday. Good day, listener. Today, on the second part of this podcast, I am joined by Mr. Ian Farrer of the Industry Angel Business Podcast. He'll join me for a micro-podcast improv. Today, I would like to talk about how podcasts can improve lives. I was recently a guest on Life Transformation Radio with Sean Douglas, talking about my journey as the podcaster's coach, and also my, my, my book, recently released, The Book on Podcasting. It was a lot of fun, and I really, truly appreciated the opportunity. There were several things that came up during the interview that I thought I would expand on today. The book I wrote is about how the process of podcasting and podcast creation can change a person's life. Regardless to say, I am a huge advocate for people to start their podcast. Start it! Start it today! Right away! Don't delay if you haven't already. So today, I present this podcast to you on three ways podcasts can improve your life. The first way would be getting yourself some help. Before I got into podcasting, I spent an enormous time suffering from depression and self-medicating myself with alcohol. I seemed to self-medicate just enough where I could put reality on the back burner and wake up the next morning able to function. Now, of course, depression would come right back in so I would just repeat, repeat the process. Really vicious and terrible cycle. And, you know, we all know that alcohol is a depressant, but I think we just get comfortable with it, or at least I did. And it seems to be more like a temporary filling. In 2014, my business was going right down the tubes. And I often escape the misery by either drinking or taking long walks when I really should have been trying to close deals. One day I was out for a walk and I was looking through the apps on my BlackBerry mobile phone. You remember those? BlackBerry? I think they still make them. But I found, I, I ended up finding BlackBerry podcasts. I found this Buddhist monk. And he looked interesting. I wasn't a Buddhist. I, I wasn't even a spiritual practitioner at the time, but I was, I was drawn to this. One episode I found was about the cause for eliminating depression. Let me tell you, it was life-changing. Long story short, I adopted the strategies that were presented in the podcast. I applied them right away. And within a, within a matter of days, my depression was eliminated. 
once my depression was eliminated, I was able to think clearly and start doing the things that I needed to do to improve my life and thus eliminate an abundance of stress. Now, in this particular case, I wasn't actively looking for help, but I seem to have just found this podcast and I got help through it. I was really fortunate. I mean, like, talk about amazing. It was really amazing. One pod, one podcast episode completely changed my life. I haven't suffered from depression ever since then. And that was over four years ago. If you need help, if you need to find something, or if you need some advice, you can get that in a podcast if you look for it. Or maybe you'll just stumble upon it. Perhaps it might take you some time to find the right voice and the right message, but you can find what you need to help yourself. Now, I was in a situation where my depression wasn't going to lead me on a bridge or a rooftop. I mean, because that's serious. That is really serious stuff. So if you're if you're in that kind of situation, you really need to reach out to people in your community and get some help and support. For me, my depression was really more of a really bad mindset. It was all about myself and how I was a failure and I couldn't get the job done. I was a horrible husband and a really terrible entrepreneur. Me, 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 me. Constant negative self-talk. Constant negative inner dialogue. And that leads me to the second part of changing your mindset. The second way a podcast can help you. Now, my mindset was, it was just depressing, you know? It was excess focus on myself. And what I did was I simply just shifted my focus on other people rather than myself. And it worked, it worked like a charm. But it didn't stop there. I slowly started moving my mind on the positive things in life, like gratitude, love, family. There are so many podcasts that you can listen to that will uplift you and are extremely positive in nature. If you want to be a winner, listen to a podcast about winning. If you want to achieve, listen to those podcasts that focus on a life of achievement. There are no shortages of podcasts with podcast hosts who want to help you be at your best. Find them, cherish them, and subscribe. I hate to tell you this, I really do, but the untrained mind wants you to be unhappy. It naturally levitates toward the negative. To counter it, you have to feed it an abundance of positivity. And before you know it, you've trained it to focus on the good stuff in life. An even more positive way to change your mindset is to podcast on positivity. 
as you create your podcast or your podcast episode, you will first maybe research your positive topic. You'll then think and reflect upon your positive topic. Perhaps if you script or make notes, you'll write it out about your positive topic. After, you might rehearse your podcast episode, speaking aloud your positive topic. Then you record your podcast on your positive topic. Chances are you're going to listen to your podcast episode on your positive topic. That's a lot of food for your mind. The process of podcasting is amazing for this. I learned this firsthand. It eventually moved me to the place where I began to eliminate all sorts of external negativity, especially the news or stories of suffering or or even just gossip. The appetite for all of that stuff is completely gone. And the third way how it changes lives. Meaning and achievement. If you seek a life of meaning and achievement, start a podcast. Start podcasting and set yourself up with some realistic goals. I started working on goals a couple of months after I began podcasting. And I always, you know, I always use the strategy in the past of taking on projects or new hobbies And I would take them on and I wouldn't remove anything from my already packed schedule. I used to really be poor at creating an effective schedule. Once I started podcasting, I loved it. And I made it one of my biggest priorities. My podcast wasn't going to go anywhere. And it was a time commitment. Now, I mentioned already about some of the things that you need to do when you're creating a podcast, but there's more to it, of course. I mean, not only the content, you have to create your MP3, maybe you're going to want to edit it, you're going to need to upload it, possibly put it on your website and share it. And this is just a podcast with your voice. If you want to include others and interview people, you know, of course, there's much more work involved. When I decided to take on goals and smarten up with my scheduling, I realized that if I was to take up podcasting regularly, I'd have to give something up and make up for that time that I needed to podcast. That one was actually quite easy. (laughs) I used to watch 10 hours of hockey a week. I'm not kidding. No joke. I was infatuated with hockey. And to make matters worse, my team sucked. So I was often, it was often hours spent in frustration. And I would participate on Twitter and it was all negative. And I'd talk or I'd WhatsApp with my cousin and it was all complaining. Total joy when we won. Yeah, joy. But we mostly lost. When I, when I reflect on it, I, I look at it as a joke. But really, what a fool I was to have wasted so many hours of my life on it. 
When I began goal setting, I realized that I could see where my, a lot of my time and energy was now going. I would make monthly goals and I'd keep all of my papers. Now, when I pick up my binder and I review what's been going on, I see where my time was spent and that feels good. I see how far I have come with my podcasting career too. I feel like I, I really do feel like I'm making a difference. When, when I get an email or I receive a phone call and someone has told me that I've helped them, it's totally worth it. It's an amazing feeling. So these are three areas where my life has improved and it could be like that for anyone. You can listen to podcasts that will help change your life. You can listen to podcasts that can improve your mindset, create a podcast, and make the podcast about topics that are going to change your life and make you a happy person. When you do create your podcast, you do something meaningful. You take the time away from those meaningless tasks that have been robbing the time of your life and you create. Become a podcaster. Make a difference to yourself. Make a difference to others. Thank you for listening to me today. Here is the next part of the podcast. Hello, my name is Sophia. I am 10 years old and my dad is Alexander, the podcaster's coach. This part of the show is called the Micro Podcast Improv. I wrote a bunch of words for my dad and he cut them up and put them in a small box. He's going to pick a word from the box. He told me that he doesn't cheat. And he and his guests will do a passion project micro podcast on that word for three to five minutes. I hope you enjoy the show. Bye. Welcome to the Poopery Micro Podcast. This is Alexander. And my name is Ian Farah. And welcome to our Poopery Micro Podcast. Ian Poopery. Uh, has it, I mean, it's obviously made a huge difference to you and I. We love poopery. Where did you first come across poopery? Well, I first come across it when my, uh, I had a problem with uh, garlic breath. Mm. So I'm quite partial to pizza and uh, chicken kebabs, and I like uh, eating garlic. So and then I found some potpourri in the bathroom at, at a friend's house, yeah. and I'd had a little bit too much to drink, and I thought, whoa, that, that looks lovely, that. So I shoved a big handful in my mouth, and mm. um, chewed it all down, and then I had such beautiful, perfumey breath. Wow. So whenever I got it now, I'll, I'll just wash it down with a little bit of potpourri. Very nice. That is amazing. I wasn't aware that you could <laughs> eat poopery. You're not supposed to. So if any listeners are listening to this, don't eat it. But I don't. I don't mind eating it. I, I, I'm. 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 Yeah. You know. I'm not important. Yeah. Now, I, I. I can't remember. I read some sort of article not too long ago how there was uh, some protests in front of uh, these corporations that make poopery. They were saying that they weren't being fair to the flowers and the plants. Uh, did you catch wind of that? Well, I didn't. I think that's because, you know, when you go to some of these bathrooms, the potpourri is like a blue color. Hmm. I think what they're doing is they were spraying the plants with paint before they died. And then uh, people were up in arms saying that, you know, I've got my plants in the front garden here all blue. 
And uh, in the middle of the night, people will come down and chop the blue plants down and steal them. Mm. Very strange. Very strange. People will do the most bizarre thing. They And I always find that people will do uh, really desperate things to make their, their washrooms uh, smell nicer. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Well, you know, if the washroom is full of boys, what boys tend to do is miss the miss the target. Yeah. So um, if you if you put potpourri on the floor, it sort of soaks up all the misses as well. <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. So it's kind of like um, a urine potpourri bliss sort of thing. Well, you know, when you're at school as a kid and someone would, would be sick in the class, they'd put the sawdust over the sick and it would dry it all up. It's the same. It's the same thing. So if you've got any if you've got any boys that, you know, keep missing the target, just throw sawdusty potpourri down on the floor and then you can just shovel it all at the end of the day, put it in the bin and then sprinkle more petals the next morning. Nice. Nice. Boy, you really know your potpourri. Yeah, well, you know, I'm obviously here in the UK. Um, we invented potpourri. Um, the French seem to think that they invited uh, invented it, but it was us actually, because um, we thought the French smelled a bit mm. funny. So we we put a lot of petals at the at the bottom of the English Channel to keep the French smell away. And uh, and what the French did was they rowed across and they used to scrape all the petals into their rowing boats and then row back across to Paris and sell it. Oh. Wow, that's mm-hmm. an interesting uh, part of history that we don't often read about <laughs> in our textbooks. <laughs> yes, you've probably never heard of that bit, but it's true. It's very true. Do you remember what life was like prior to Poopery? Well, well, I don't actually. I, 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 see, we've had Poopery here in the UK for you know. Uh, wow, it must be it must be about two hundred and fifty years since we've oh, had it here. Yeah. Um, we used to make stews with it back in the oh, day, yeah. you know, put it in the stew to thicken it up because times were hard during the war. You know, you didn't have much to eat, so people would just eat anything. So they'll throw a few snails in there, the odd rat, a little bit of potpourri and a bit of water, and you just mash it all together. It's absolutely fantastic. Wow, excellent. Have you considered, mm. now you are a fantastic connoisseur of potpourri, have you considered a cookbook? Uh, well... It's actually it's a very good point. I don't think there'll be much of a market for it now. We see, like back in the day when the war time was on, the, you know, potpourri eating was quite uh, in in vogue there. But there's too much of this nice food around now. You know, we've got like so Gordon Ramsay over here, and I, I don't think you get Jamie Oliver and Gordon Ramsay cooking with potpourri yeah. anymore. But uh, you never know. You never yeah, know. Those those guys should go back to their roots, their potpourri roots. Did you know uh, that exactly. now, are, can you get the liquid form of potpourri in uh, the UK? Well, it's funny. Have you guys across the pond, have you been using these e-cigarettes, this vaping? Uh, do people, people do, do that? that here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, the liquid they put in there, you know, it, it originally started out as menthol and tobacco. Yeah. And now you've got things like watermelon and all these different flavors. People probably don't realize this, but that's just potpourri squashed down. And then the the oily liquid that, that is given off, they put them into them small vials. So people actually don't realize, but they're actually smoking potpourri. Wow. That is really, that is really cool. Smoking potpourri. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you think, you think it's cool, but in a few years time, you know, when we found out what it's actually doing to people's systems. Right. They don't have those studies yet on the research of vaping, vaping poopery. 
Um, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, poopery, there's there's nothing wrong with poopery. It's good. It's just helpful for everyone. And if it gets you off of nicotine, then just have some potpourri. Yes, yes. Oh, you know, if you're if you're eating chewing tobacco, just take a handful of petals and you know shove them in your mouth, and uh, it's so much better for you. I- and your breath will smell beautiful. <laughs> awesome. Well, I I had the right guests for the Poopery Micro Podcast. Ian, you know so much. It's so, uh, I'm blessed to know you and to talk to you about Poopery. Maybe you could let the listener know what to expect on episode number two. Uh, yes. Well, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be shaving a juniper plant mm. and uh, we're going to be licking them to see if that's the best taste over using something like fennel seed or mint. All right, that's the end of the program. Thanks, Ian. Thank you very much for joining me and having a very interesting micro-podcast improv. I got a lot of great ideas from you. You can listen to our interview, our full interview, on Friday. Ian offers up a lot of social media tips. Great interview in a short little time. So check him out. Check us out on Friday's show. Please visit my website, podcasterscoach.com. Check out my coaching programs. I will be bringing in a group coaching program. Keep your eye open for that soon. Give me a call. Leave me a message. 416-613-1416. I'd like you to tell me if there are other ways where podcasting has changed and improved your life. Leave me a message and let me know. Thanks so much for your time. Have a wonderful day and goodbye for now.